0: Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast episode two hundred and fifty-five. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Off Road Andy. Yep, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with all of your friends and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. Andy, we got a good uh, couple of things to talk about today for sports. Uh, how about we kick it off with the NBA?
1: Yeah, I think uh, the big story this week, just another week in the NBA, but uh, Grayson Allen, he, he broke Alex Caruso's wrist, so uh, already not a very popular guy, uh, a little bit of a cheap shot on a, you know, a breakaway layup attempt, you know, and you could say, oh, was just trying to defend the play, uh, but he went in with one hand to pull his arm down and then another arm swinging. Uh, and Alex Caruso ended up breaking his wrist, and I uh, think he's going to be out for at least six weeks. So,
0: Grace Allen, um. since Duke has had that like butt munch face, where just like I don't like this guy, and at some point he's probably going to do something that'll validate these feelings.
1: Yeah. So this is a uh, this is one of them. <laughs> it's uh, it's also these are two teams competing right now. They're in the same division. Uh, Grace Allen's with the Bucks his first year, uh, and Caruso's with the, the Bulls, who have been a big surprise, really good team this year.
0: Weird to hear that. And, uh, no longer a yeah. Laker.
1: And it's uh you know, that's a that's a shot to them that, that he's a good rotational player for them. They'll be without and he'll be uh, getting back probably, you know, a few weeks before the season ends. So it's, uh he has to get the rhythm back and everything. So uh, you, you don't want to see this kind of shit. Like and the Bulls complained. Uh, Grayson Allen got suspended for one game, but they complained. Doug, kick more. him off the tour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's got a reputation, Uh, and it's like, even if he didn't, he has that face, and you're just like, I know, there's something you did wrong.
0: It'll make for a fun playoffs. I imagine these guys will run into each other uh, at least a game before the playoffs, and then maybe even in the playoffs, who knows? Um, Yeah,
1: I mean, right now, they're they're not set up to play each other. Um, I mean, they could play each other in the conference finals, but uh, the Bulls at number two and Milwaukee at number four, but... Uh, one game or one really one and a half games separate the top five seeds right now. So it's not wow, uh, nothing set in stone. There's still a lot of basketball to be played. So
0: speaking of basketball, uh, kind of related, I watched about I don't know forty eight seconds of gameplay before this pod uh, Lakers uh, Nets right now. So that's the most yeah. basketball I've watched in I think the whole season. Yeah, well,
1: uh, you know, if you're a uh, West Coast or LA basketball fan. Uh, You've been able to catch a lot of games early because this is the time of the year. Both the Lakers and Clippers are uh, on the East Coast. They go on long trips right now. So uh, two different levels of success, let's say. (laughs) Uh, Neither team playing all the well. But yeah, these Lakers right now are actually beating the Nets.
0: They had a nice little run. I guess uh, I missed uh, I got like the tail end of it, but they were uh, like a 10 to zero or two run or something they were saying.
1: Yeah. And the Clippers, uh, you might not want to check that score. Oh, boy they're they're a weird team they are good god what's going on so i mean last year they were one of the best offensive teams ever
0: well like they're the out two, both their guys right i know but
1: it, it, it's funny how the past two years they've been this like elite offensive team uh they didn't have they weren't i don't think they ever led the league in scoring just because they didn't play at the super high pace but just scoring efficiency they're incredible uh this year they are among the worst offensive teams. But yeah, it's, it's hard to do it when you're.
0: So there's a minute left as we're recording this in the second half and the Clippers have 31 points. It's like a a freshman high school basketball game right there.
1: It's, that's not how the NBA is played anymore. But uh, the reason the Clippers have been not horrible this whole season is that their defense is like top five. So,
0: you know, I might have to try out for that 10 day contract again.
1: I mean, they've got guys. I mean, they literally have a guy named scrub playing. So, That's that's where where the
0: first name is Scrub.
1: No, his name is Jay Scrub. Oh,
0: that doesn't sound real.
1: It it wasn't, when you heard it, when they drafted him last year, it's like, okay, that's made up. They had like the 56th pick, and they're like, we just got to put someone in. Just uh, 55th pick, actually. Okay, I got it wrong. Hmm. Very important to get his draft spot right. Come on, Andy. All right. Well, that's all I had for basketball. So All
0: right. You want to talk about the Hall of Fame for the baseball teams?
1: I do. This is this is really interesting stuff here. Uh, The Hall of Fame voting happened today. David Ortiz, Big Poppy. uh, He's the only one getting in this year. Uh, Andy, also, we
0: know you call him that in the privacy of your own home, but don't call him that on radio that's internationally listened to.
1: Oh, everyone knows that's who he is. That's just who he is. Just (laughs) he's he's the Poppy.
0: Why? Uh, I don't know. The only poppy I know of is the guy who peed on Jerry Seinfeld's couch. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> I mean, no, that's David Ortiz is, is well known for this. This name. He is a and he's quite a character. Remember, he got shot that one time. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, We've but all he's in there. He's going to get in the Hall of Fame, not for getting shot, but because he was uh, really good on the field, but uh, also in a lot of big games. Played all those years with Boston, a lot of World Series Four four World Series, I believe, or. Or did he retire before? Yeah, only three. He wasn't there for the last one. Um, But still, definitely worthy of getting in. Uh, But the big story is not who got in, but who didn't. So uh, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa, and Curt Schilling uh, all did not make it in again. And this was their 10th year on the ballot. And the way uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame voting works is you get 10 years, uh, and then you're done. You're dropped off the ballot. And if you get less than 5%, you're dropped off the ballot. So uh, these players have been getting a higher and higher share as the years have gone by, except for Kurt Schilling. So Kurt Schilling is a different case. Kurt Schilling uh, got like 72 percent last year. He needed 75, uh, but Kurt Schilling didn't make it for uh, other reasons. It's more um, being outspoken about political issues and that kind of stuff that kind of course. soured people on him. Uh, definitely deserved to make it, I think. I, I think all three, all four of these guys deserve to make the Hall of Fame. It's the fucking Hall of Fame. These are the most famous people. Uh, so that played the game in our era. But uh, the Hall of Fame voters wanted to punish anyone caught in the steroid cloud. So uh, Barry Bonds, I believe, finished with like 66%. Uh, so John there, not quite there at 75. So he is uh, not going to be in the Hall of Fame. This is Barry Bonds. That's a shame. The all time home run leader. Uh, just the most dominant hitter of our era. Uh, we all know the steroid stuff, but it, it's still crazy that he's not going to get in. Uh, Roger Clemens, one of those dominant pitchers of the nineties and the two thousands. Uh, again, he had a little steroid issues. I don't know, not as much as Barry Bonds or uh, Sammy Sosa, but still a little bit of a, a black mark and uh, people just didn't like him either. He's kind of a dick. I think uh, he's not going to get in. And yeah, and then Sammy Sosa wasn't even close. I, I think he only got eighteen percent here at the end. So
0: somehow I wound up with a Sammy Sosa beanie baby when I was a little kid.
1: Yeah, that was a, that was the thing because he was played for the Cubs. It was like a little bear, right?
0: It was red. Yeah, yeah. But I don't um, know who gave it to me or how I like. It's one of those things too, where whoever gave it to me was like, "This is going to be worth some money." Yeah, of course. And so yeah. I had this, you know, little plastic box with a you know beanie baby in it for. I don't know. My entire childhood, just like, there's my ticket right there, ended yeah. up probably just <laughs> throwing it in the trash or something. No idea what happened to that. Maybe it's worth something now. I'd like to see what the worth is on a, what the value of a Sammy Sosa beanie baby is. Let's yeah, let's look that up really quick.
1: Yeah, but it it, it is crazy. I mean, Sammy Sosa was one of the most popular athletes. Like that that one year, definitely where him and mcguire going back at it but i think sosa hit 60 home runs in three consecutive seasons Uh, i think one difference is he was never really as good as these other guys he was a home run hitter but he was shitty on defense didn't really uh, hit for a high average but you know he was he was fun uh, and those cubs teams were never good with him so
0: so somehow you can buy a brand new vintage 1998 sammy sosa beanie bear um for six dollars and seventy four cents, so not Ten percent <laughs> off too, with free shipping. Not exactly a, a big ticket, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Often uh, you can you can find them pre-owned for four dollars and fifty cents too. So sorry, so anyone listening it. who thought that was going to be their uh, you know yeah upgrade. I don't think Sammy Sosa
1: cares that much. I think he's kind of over it. I don't know. I don't see too much of him. He turned white. I don't know if you ever saw that, like Michael Jackson. Yeah, but not not as white, but like same kind of thing. I uh,
0: mean, all this weird. is is like, oh, you can put a little thing in your pool table room, and you can probably get invited to, you know, be an announcer uh, for the All Star Game or some bullshit, right? Like, you don't. What else do you get out of it? Who cares? Like being in the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're part of history. You're in the museum forever. Uh, But he will not be forgotten by history. uh, Exactly. God, there's a whole... How many people go to
0: that museum? Five? It's in
1: Ohio. Who's going to Ohio, right? Or no, that's NFL. Yeah, this is... Baseball's in New York. Like near Boston or something, But not New York City. It's like upstate New York. Yeah, my brother-in-law went
0: to it. They brought me back a uh, genuine leather. uh, Maybe the... Is it not Spalding? What's the other one? Uh... Who I makes the know. baseball? Rawlings. Rawlings. Uh, genuine leather Rawlings dop kit. Uh, so I assume that's near there as well. Yeah.
1: Well, Cooperstown, yeah, it's upstate New York uh, between Syracuse and Albany. I might as well be Canada. Yeah,
0: exactly. Can it's next there. to the Hockey Hall of Fame Museum. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: I don't get it. Um, but yeah, and it's a little sad. These are some of the, the biggest names from... When I was a kid and just like, well, fuck you guys. Um, there was another big name, another steroid user uh, on this ballot who also didn't make it. Uh, first time on the ballot, uh, A-Rod, only 34%. Whoa. And that seems ridiculous to me because like, okay, A-Rod may be the most complete player of the 90s, and 2000s. And uh, there's a lot of reasons not to like him. He He's just, I don't know, he's just out there. He owns the, the Timberwolves now. He went to the Packers game this weekend. Like, I don't know. A-Rod's he was on Shark ran.
0: Tank. Like-
1: yeah, he just... Uh, A-Rod's kind of like Grayson Allen, but he was actually really good at his sport. He's just kind of like, eh, no one really likes that guy. No one really liked him ever before when he was, when he was young. No one liked him when he was on the Yankees. Uh, but you can't deny how good of a baseball player he was. But, uh, that 34% is also due to steroids. A-Rod was uh, suspended for a whole season after testing positive and he was involved in a lot of stuff and he played 20 plus years. And so he played a good chunk of his career during that era. So it's not, not a surprise. Um, David Ortiz also had some issues, but it wasn't ever like as rock solid of a case against him. So I think the hall of fame voters didn't care. Uh, Just also more of a a pleasant, likable person, I guess. I don't know. Um, There's only one other guy who, was in their first year of eligibility that uh, is not going to be dropped from the ballot. Like I said earlier, if you get if you get under five percent, you're just dropped for the ballot. Cool. So uh, it's kind of a good system, I'd say. But uh, so you see some guys like Tim Lincecum. He, he had a really nice stretch, but didn't last very long. Uh, it was just his first year of eligibility. He's already gone. He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, but the one guy who will be back next year on the ballot, Jimmy Rollins getting nine percent uh i don't think jimmy rollins is going to make it uh i think you kind of need a a better showing in your first year uh, jimmy's down (laughs) but
0: quote seinfeld uh, again
1: yeah everyone's doing it right now Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but (laughs) yeah jimmy rollins shortstop for the the phillies during uh when they went to the world series played for the dodgers at the end uh just not a hall of fame caliber player in my mind but you know he'll be back there next year and then the uh The closest player uh, to getting in this year that uh, will be on the ballot next year is Scott Rowland. He got 63%. So, uh, I mean, he played with the Phillies and the Cardinals and really great defensive third baseman. And his vote share has been going up every year. So, uh, I mean, how it works is baseball writers are like weirdos and they think um, being a first ballot Hall of Famer means more than like not a first ballot. So, there's a lot of guys that will never vote for someone Uh, Their first year they're eligible and they like they want to make people like wait. So like uh, in a case like Scott Rowland, they're like, well, he was good, but maybe he'll get in like in his eighth year. Uh, We don't want to put him in in his first or second year because he's not really like a legend or anything. So I don't know. It's all kind of stupid, but that's just the way it works. So uh, I think he'll probably end up getting in eventually. But at that point, he'll be kind of like a forgotten guy. Because I think it's uh, you're eligible first five years after you stop playing, so let's say Scott Rowan gets in after his eighth year of eligibility. That means 13 years ago is when he last played. So
0: well, you better um, get a get yeah. it in
1: gear. I feel like basketball does it better. They they get their guys in like right away. They don't have these baseball voters that are like, uh, you got to make
0: this guy wait. Yeah, I mean, like, I think LeBron D-box is already for forever.
1: LeBron's already in the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah. Just like no, nah, it doesn't. You already watched it. They like they just they put it in our brain. Like you watched the speech; it was great and everything. It doesn't even matter.
0: I definitely didn't watch that. <laughs> I don't think I've watched it ever. Yeah. Dirk uh, would my- probably be the only one I'd want to watch just because his thick German accent would be funny. Michael
1: Jordan cried, and it's on the internet forever. So
0: that's where that's from.
1: I'm pretty sure that, that is, but okay. Yeah, big moment.
0: We've all been there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's what I have got for baseball here. So
0: all right, you ready to po- talk about the big? Uh, got
1: a lot big of NFL sport game? on
0: tour right now.
1: Yeah. Before we talk about the uh, the games that happened this weekend, uh, one big story that happened today: uh, the the Saints' coach Sean Payton is leaving. Uh, he's not retiring. He's not saying he's retired. He's never going to coach again, but he's uh, stepping away for at least this year. Uh, he just, you know, been doing it for almost 20 years now with one team, one of the longest tenure coaches and, uh, he's not old, but it's just like, yeah, I'd like to take a year off, uh, maybe see what I want to do with my life. So, uh, that's a big blow. He's really good. This team this year, the Saints team wasn't very good at a lot of injuries and, you know, they lost their quarterback from last year and their best player was out and, uh, they still almost made the playoffs. They went nine and eight and uh, could have made it. They just uh, lost a tiebreaker there at the end, but uh, he's a really good coach, and uh, when he does decide if he's going to come back, he's going to be a hot name. So
0: oh, there I'm you sure go. The
1: Saints fans are a little sad about that. All right, well, let's talk about the divisional round this past weekend. Uh, maybe the greatest round of playoff football we've ever seen. It was...
0: Uh, I watched a game.
1: It was... It was Yeah, it was truly something. Uh, I'm going to go in order here for when they actually happened, and it might be in the order of how exciting each game was. Uh, So the first game of the weekend, Saturday afternoon, Bengals-Titans. The Titans just kind of sucked. Derrick Henry came back. It was going to be this big deal, and the Bengals kind of shut him down. Uh, I don't know if that's the best thing is for a guy like Derrick Henry to to have to come back uh, your first week you're in the playoffs like this. It's like. Maybe you need some time to warm back up. But yeah, he was not effective. I think uh, less than 70 yards on over 20 carries. Uh, when you're doing that, you're just really hurting your team. And that, that's not necessarily his fault. But uh, it wasn't effective for them to keep running him, and they just kept doing it. Uh, but probably the bigger problem was that Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions. Uh, you can't have that in the playoffs. It's really hard to, to come back from. Um, unless you're Tom Brady, he seems to find a way to have bad games yet still pull it off. But um, yeah, the Titans did almost pull it off. They ended up tying the game at 16 and then the Bengals won the game on a walk off field goal. So big pressure moment. The rookie kicker came through. So um, that's great for fans to see their kicker actually succeed. I don't know if I know what that's like. Usually I'm just expecting the kicker to to fail in that situation, but uh, the kicker did it. And then on Saturday night, I think what some people anticipated as the the prime matchup, this was 49ers going to Green Bay. Now, the problem is a night game in Green Bay, Wisconsin, which is
0: negative four. Uh,
1: again, practically Canada. Um, yeah, I believe it was up to negative 10 or something. One
0: Unbelievable.
1: It was uh, very, very cold and even started snowing at the end there, and it was very windy and just kind of made for a ugly game. The Packers scored one touchdown to start the game, and then never got another touchdown again, which allowed the 49ers to hang around. And they ended up blocking a punt and returning it for a touchdown to tie the game, which is uh, infuriating if you're a Packers fan. It's like that's block punts don't very don't happen very often. Maybe like once every few years you have a punt blocked, and it's like, oh, that sucked. But to have it happen in this game, in that situation, where nobody could score, and it's just like you just gave them a free touchdown, uh, it was huge. But the Green Bay still had a chance to win, and they still didn't Gave the ball back to the nine, Niners, who uh, kicked a game-winning field goal, a walk-off field goal as time expired. So that was uh, two for two on Saturday's games, a uh, walk-off field goals to win the game. Pretty crazy. Uh, I don't think the games were the greatest games to watch, but Uh, Nice endings, both in both road teams came through uh, with their kickers, Uh, especially uh, impressive for Robbie gold there to make that kick in that super cold weather with the wind going. Uh, I think it's a little more impressive than the Bengals playing in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, but uh, yeah, special teams showed up there for the Niners. Uh, And then Sunday morning we have the Rams and Bucks, uh, I, I was thinking the Rams have a really good chance. I think they had a – this is a, a favorable matchup for them. They can throw the ball. The Bucks have a, a great run defense, but not necessarily a great pass defense. And the game started, uh, you know, kind of as expected. The Rams were destroying Tampa. At one point, it was 27-3, uh, to 3, and you're like, well – Game was over. This is over, right? Right? About ready um, to turn this one
0: off. I watched but, this one.
1: Yeah, but no – uh, the Rams were like, actually, we don't want you to turn that off. It would be bad for the rating. So. It was the
0: Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're just going to hand the ball off to Tampa, give them the, give them more tries. And uh, Tampa didn't use all their tries all that well. Uh, they turned the ball over themselves. They had multiple fourth down uh, incompletions, turning the ball back over. Uh, but the Rams just kept you know, shooting themselves in the foot even worse. And eventually... Tampa came all the way back to tie to 27. Uh, just ridiculous. Just like that. This would happen, especially late in the game. Uh, the Rams up two touchdowns, I think with like four minutes left. And it's like, yeah, it's over. There's no way. Like there maybe was a chance when it was 27 to, uh, six and, and Tampa was driving, but this is not enough time left. Um, but Tampa did everything they needed at that point. They, they got a like 60 yard touchdown. Uh, then the Rams fumbled and they got the ball back, scored a touchdown. It's tied, uh, but too much time left. I, I think older NFL fans have a problem understanding how the, the game works because yeah, my parents were there watching. Like, well, now it's going overtime. I'm like, no, no, no. In the NFL today, 40 seconds is a
0: lot. Um, or just novice people. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it takes them 20 minutes to score. So I was like, overtime. it's not over
1: here. I've seen, I've seen, uh, I've seen crazier. I've seen uh, 13 seconds someone go and get a field goal, except I didn't actually see that until later, but I'll, I'll get to that later. Uh, but yeah, with 40 seconds left, the Rams got into a field goal position and kicked a walk-off field goal to win the game. So three for three on walk-off field goals for the uh, divisional round here, uh, making me really jealous at that point. Just someone who's had to witness such awful, shitty playoff kicking like, Whenever my team would get into the playoffs, you just knew the kicker would probably like kick it backwards on one play at least. Uh, the kicking was so bad. but uh, These guys, three for three. So, yeah, great for them. Uh, and that left us with our final game of the week. I think the game everyone was really looking forward to. Um, Chiefs-Bills. This is Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Two young quarterbacks that can throw the ball down the field. They can make ridiculous underhanded throws and they can run in like crazy, uh, just special talents. And uh, they put on a show and definitely in the fourth quarter Uh, through three quarters, it was okay. A decent competitive game, but in the fourth quarter, uh, I went crazy that uh, trading touchdowns at the end where Buffalo down by five scores a touchdown with, uh, I think like a minute ten left, which is like all right. That's a lot of time left for Patrick Mahomes, so uh, it's not over yet. But that's great that you guys scored there. And it was really exciting on a fourth down play. Um, it's like can can the Bills do it? This is this is big, and we'll get to see uh, can Patrick Mahomes lead his team on a on a game winning drive here. Um, well, uh, Mahomes scored almost instantly. Uh, Tyree Kill scored like a fifty plus touchdown. Whoa! And. <laughs> I left too much time. Bills still had like a minute left themselves and they got a touchdown, an exciting drive where they threw the ball all over and they scored. They took the lead back. So that's three touchdowns in I think like a minute and a half of gameplay. Insane. So now 13 seconds left. The game's over. The Bills took the lead. It's a three-point lead. This game's over. There's nothing you can do with 13 seconds, right? That's like you get like two plays off. So even though the Chiefs had timeouts, it's like it's not going to happen. Well, first play for the Chiefs, they get like 20 yards. Terrible job by the Bills to uh, allow them to get that amount of yards, especially knowing they have timeouts. So you uh, can't just give them the middle of the field because you're not trying to get them to stay in bounds or anything. Uh, But now it's like, okay, it's Bills. Come on, you guys got to get serious here. Chiefs are uh, almost to midfield here. You can't give up like 20 yards. You can give up like 15 yards. This is going to be the Chiefs' last play. Uh, but, but you can't give up like 20 plus. And, uh, somehow they just let Travis Kelsey get wide open. And the Chiefs get like 20 plus yards. Oh, boy. Just in, in the field goal range. And uh, guess what? Good playoff kicking for other teams. Chiefs kicker. Ties the game. Sends the game into overtime. And... The NFL rules: if you get the ball first in overtime and score a touchdown, the game is over. There's no uh, second chance or anything. The other team doesn't get, get a chance to tie it back up. Uh, it's just over. And that's uh, used to be if you kick the field goal, uh, the game would be over. But they've they've changed it since to mean so you have to get a touchdown. Um, but what does it matter to these two offenses that have just been dominant this last four minutes of game time? Uh, the Chiefs win the coin toss and they get a touchdown, win the game. Ouch! A walk off victory. So four for four and walk off victories here. Uh, that's insane. That you don't see that too many of them in the NFL. And most of the time, you see like you know the quarterback taking a knee or something, or the game is you know a seventeen point game. Uh, the fact that all of them were won on the last play of the game, uh, pretty insane and almost feels fixed that this could happen with the NFL.
0: Big mafia in there. Yeah, I don't I don't know what happened here, but
1: uh, it was incredible game and very sad to see for uh, the Bills, who had that tortured history of losing four consecutive Super Bowls and then since then really not being all that relevant. Uh, but now they've got a great young quarterback and a good team around them, and two years in a row they've ended it losing to the Chiefs in Arrowhead. So uh, I think I think what they need to do is they need to finish with a better record than the Chiefs next year if they want to get past them because this seemed like they did everything right to get past them and they still somehow failed. I don't I don't know how it happens. It's devastating, but they have to uh, realize that they this is not their last chance. So let's see what happens next year with them. But it does mean the Chiefs are going to their fourth consecutive AFC Championship game. Uh, If they win next week, it'll be the third consecutive Super Bowl appearance. Whoa. Uh, After a little lull this season, in the middle of the season, the Chiefs looked really pedestrian. Uh, They've really turned it on, and it's like, are they ever going to go away? I think the answer is yes, because things do cycle through in the NFL. Uh, But I think the reality is Mahomes is going to break a lot of hearts of football fans. (laughs) Um, he's already broken my heart so many times. Oh, boy. Where They're showing like, oh, the Chiefs, they've, uh, they're actually, uh, Patrick Mahomes is 3-0 and in overtime in the last uh, two years. And I'm like, God, two of those are against the Chargers. Like, fuck.
0: You hate to see that happen.
1: It always happens. It's like, if you give them a chance, like, they'll fucking do it. So, uh, it's very much like uh, a horror movie. If you down, if you down the killer, you go back for the head, right? So that's what happens with these these Chiefs games is they get downed. No one ever goes for the head, um, except for last year's Super Bowl. That's that's an example where the Bucks just completely uh, didn't even make it a chance for Kansas City to come back. So uh, that's what you got to do. You don't you don't want to be in the fourth quarter in a close game with them because they will figure it out.
0: Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen from here? Who do you think uh, advances?
1: So that means we've got Bengals Chiefs uh, at noon on Sunday. Chiefs are at home. They're favored by seven. I don't see how they are stopped here. The Bengals kind of got a lucky road to the AFC Championship game. uh, Playing the Titans, who were, uh, I think, a Week one seed. And also, uh, I don't know if that buy helps that much. Uh, Both one seeds ended up losing. So both one seeds ended up going 0-1 in the playoffs. So I don't know how much that buy helps. It gets you to the second round, but uh, they both teams look rusty. So I don't know how good the Bengals really are. They did beat the Chiefs about a month ago in the regular season. Uh, that was in Cincinnati. Um, but yeah, Chiefs favored by seven. I think it's more likely than not they'll actually cover that than, than they'll lose. So uh, yeah, I think we'll see the Chiefs in a fourth consecutive Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think it's not the, it's not the Bengals' time yet, let's say. Uh, and then at night, we've got Rams Niners here in LA. Rams are favored by three and a half.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, a lot of jokes already about the 49ers are playing a home game because, of course, LA crowds good. are terrible. Uh, Rams Niners in LA just happened a few weeks ago, and there were a ton of 49ers fans. Uh, they tried to, the Rams tried to uh, get Ticketmaster to make people put a location or like location restrict ticket sales <laughs> so that people from the Bay Area can't buy tickets and come down here pretty good uh, but they ended up uh, giving in and not doing that so yeah i think that some people with the rams are, are concerned that that's what's going to happen but i mean the rams have to deal with that every every year every game the chargers deal with it too uh they're the better team just 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 win you know don't don't worry about it don't worry about the home field advantage uh you're not going to have a disadvantage you're going to be sleeping in your beds the night before uh you will have fans there
0: I mean, they wear those huge helmets. How much yeah. do they actually hear or see of the? Crowd? I
1: don't know. I mean, they were showing last the last game that, like, whoa, the Rams had to, you know, use um, a silent count, basically saying that you can't you, you can't uh, call out plays uh, because the stadium's too loud when they're on offense, which is not supposed to happen. I don't know how much that really matters, but uh, I think the Rams are just better. They've had a ton of problems with this 49ers team the last few years. They lost both games this year to them, uh, but they're, they're better. So I think it's the time you got to get it done. So I'm going with them as well, and we'll get. I think we'll get a KC uh, Rams Super Bowl, which uh, would be the Missouri Bowl if this were five years ago. The Rams oh, used to be in St. Louis, but now they're out here. Uh, it also would mean the Rams would be playing at home for the Super Bowl. Uh, Wow It wouldn't be a home game And that their season ticket holders Get to go to the game Of course It doesn't work that way Tickets are
0: probably going For like $250,000 For the most Like for the floor Uh, Because money doesn't mean Anything anymore somehow I think people in
1: LA Should Will pay for it Because they're LA people Yeah I mean rent's already $9,000 a week I think
0: It's true So yeah
1: I don't know I mean you actually live (laughs) Closer to yeah, you know what
0: Verizon did? You know how they always do the, their like super tickets where you can yeah. go to stuff? They had super tickets for the Super Bowl. I didn't even bother trying, but if I was a bigger uh, football guy, I would have probably wanted to try. But at the same time, it's like ugh, the whole idea of that sounds awful. Like going into like the worst, like Los Angeles is just god awful. Like, if you're not from there, you probably don't understand. Um, if you've ever been there, you will understand. It's horrifying. And then you so have to wear a, a mask.
1: Like a, there's not a train system that goes directly right into the stadium. Really what is this, <laughs>
0: Europe, Andy? You probably <laughs> well, have to I wear can... your mask the entire time. Every and... other
1: city in America? Yeah,
0: like I don't know. The whole thing just sounded miserable, so I didn't even want to bother.
1: Yeah, but is there any uh, is there any Rams fever? You got any of those uh, Rams flags?
0: Um, uh, I would imagine you ask half the people on the street, they wouldn't even know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's it's an uphill battle. Uh, just how it is. Again, the 49ers probably are actually more popular in, in LA than the Rams uh, because they're one of the more popular teams. But That's a cool how, name. I guess.
0: Would you rather be a 49er or a Ram, Andy? You're looking um, for gold. Or I, you're a truck.
1: So I just think of there's there was this movie a couple years back, uh, the sisters brothers it was called, is Walking Phoenix and John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. And they come to San Francisco to to go for gold and seems like fucking awful. Like, what a what a life. So
0: Well yeah, it's a terrible life, but you're at least it's a person. <laughs> and you might always find, yeah, you know, that point. baked potato sized chunk of gold.
1: I think a chief would be better to be, though, of all these things.
0: I don't know. The leader. In what year? I mean, they
1: still have chiefs now. Yeah, but... What if they rebrand the chiefs uh, because, you know, uh, you can't have Native American-themed teams anymore? Call them, like, the managers. They're executives now. Yeah.
0: Executives. (laughs) Well, then they should be sponsored by, like, Staples or something. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Anything else to add to this? <laughs> getting uh, off the rails.
1: No. So that's that's what I'm thinking is going to happen this weekend. So watch. It'll be Bengals 49ers. So.
0: All right. Well, you heard it here yeah. first, folks. You've been listening to episode 255 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean. And joined with me, we had off-roads going to the Super Bowl. Andy? In my head only, but yes. All right. We'll see you later.